Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in. Stay a while. Gang's all here, including Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Paulie, yours truly, the backroom guys as well. Got a little snow overnight. Some great football yesterday and last night. A whole lot of snow up in Buffalo. And then Tampa and Philadelphia. Well, you start to look at these teams that won yesterday. The Bills holding off the Steelers. I thought the Steelers, even when they were down 21 nothing, whatever that score was, they scored a touchdown right at the end of the first half. And I texted the Danettes and I said, Pittsburgh's in this. They're not going away. And it was a one-score game, but give credit to the Bills. When they needed a score, they got one. Josh Allen was wonderful. Three touchdowns, and he ran for one. Buccaneers over the Eagles. That'll be the headline uh, grabber there, 32-9. to Baker Mayfield threw for 337 and three touchdowns. We'll talk about the futures of those teams that lost. And as I uh, sent a tw- uh, text out last night, if I was going to sum up yesterday's football, it would be pain, Sylvania, with both teams losing there. Well done. Thank you. Loop. Yeah. Loop. Yeah. Loop. Just throwing it out there. But thank you, Todd. I appreciate that. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Got a play of the day, stat of the day, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the program. And uh, we'll settle on a poll question as well. Coming up, we'll talk to Steve Young, the Hall of Famer, former Niner uh, quarterback, and uh, Reggie Bush will stop by as well. USC quarterback Caleb Williams waited till the deadline. He announced that he was going uh, going to announce that he was going pro. Bill Belichick interviews with the Falcons. It feels like the Falcons may be interviewing Bill Belichick, or did Bill Belichick interview the Falcons? And Jim Harbaugh talks to the Chargers. Those were the uh, coaching moves yesterday. Also, there's a question, I think, a big question mark, 
surrounding the Eagles with Nick Sirianni. He didn't want to talk about it, wisely didn't want to talk about it after the game, but it seemed to be hanging there that that team did not play inspired football last night. And I never understand that when a coach said, I didn't get them ready, it's on me. How's that possible? The last two months, they weren't ready. And it's your job to get them ready, to put them in the right place at the right time. And maybe let's all agree to tackle. You know, It's a fundamental flaw that you find with defensive backs now. Tackle. Yes, Eden. I don't know how many swords a coach can fall on at one time. But Nick Sirianni seemed to fall on them all last night in his press conference because he was like, I don't care about these guys. I, or I don't care about myself. I just care about these guys. I just care about these guys. I, I, my future, I'm not worried about that right now. I just care about these guys. Here's the Eagles head coach about his coaching future. I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about the guys. Again, there's a lot of guys in that locker room, all the guys in that locker room, every single one of them that put their heart and soul into this. Um, I'm not worried about me. I'm not. I'm well, I might. Uh, I might worry a little bit about it. You know what? It's not their fault. It's my fault. Yeah. I didn't get them ready. That was on me. That was on me. Okay. If I'm the owner, then I go, well, then that's easy. I make a change. I change you because you didn't get this team ready. When they were 10-1, and one, and we were looking at, okay, they're going back to the Super Bowl. You had just beaten the Bills, and we looked at Philadelphia and said, okay, they might be uh, not as formidable as last year, but... Good offensive line, good defensive line, skilled position, shaky secondary, Jalen Hurts, more experience. Okay. And then all of a sudden, they stopped playing. I think the 49ers game ruined their season. I think that's where you go, oh, my God, there is a big difference between the Niners and the Eagles. That was 42-19, I believe. Then they lost five of six. And then, okay, they're favored on the road against Tampa Bay. Give, give Tampa credit. They played well. They won five of their last six. I don't think anybody thought they were going to be a playoff team. And then they are. And here they are. And Baker Mayfield played well. Defense played well. But you can't help but look at the Eagles because of the expectation level. We didn't have expectations with the Buccaneers. Therefore, we're surprised. I guess I'm surprised with the Eagles at how bad they played down the stretch. And you keep waiting because you got veterans there. By the way, uh, Adam Schefter reporting that uh, Jason Kelsey looks like he's going to retire. He'll be uh, going to the Hall of Fame, Travis's brother. And he looked like a guy who was going to retire last night. At the end of the game, emotional, uh, acknowledging his family in the stands there. But with the Eagles, there's a lot of talent there. But it just felt like something was missing. Well, sometimes what's missing is the right coach for that team. And Nick Sirianni seemed to be the guy that you scripted to be that head coach for them, going to the Super Bowl. But they had some injuries. I know everybody does. They lost two coordinators. Not many teams do that. That are When you're successful, you lose coordinators. They became head coaches. And it just didn't feel like they were ever... On the same page. Even when they were 10 and 1, I think people were looking at them as not a true 10 and 1 team. And, and there were a lot of close games, but I always say it's like the Chiefs. They keep you in the game, but what happens at the end? They win. And the Eagles were winning those games. But last night, man, it didn't look good at all. And then when, when Hertz gets us, you know, the safety, and I go, you, you can't. How, how do you get a safety when the ball is snapped at the 13-yard line? 
But they did. And the Eagles bow out. And now you start to look at this division. Washington gets a new head coach. Dallas probably getting a new head coach. Does Philadelphia get a new head coach? Brian Dable will be the senior member of the coaching (laughs) uh, tree there in the NFC East. And his job might be in jeopardy after next season. But Tampa Bay played well. Baker Mayfield played well. And uh, he's a true free agent, by the way. But it seems like, you know, maybe he's found a home there. But also, I think when you look at Baker Mayfield, there were people who just didn't like him. He's like Johnny Manziel. When he came out of college, there were people who had question marks about him. His attitude, his arrogance, his confidence. And he did okay in Cleveland until he didn't do okay in Cleveland. And then he's bounced around a couple of places. But I truly think what happened when he went to the Rams with Sean McVay really helped set him straight on being able to play the position. And now you're in Tampa. Maybe you have uh, some stability there with your offensive coordinator and your head coach. It's, It's his last chance to be the starting quarterback in the NFL. Because if not, then you just become a backup quarterback. And he, he played well. He played well all season. You didn't hear much from him. I think we asked for Baker Mayfield the entire season to come on the show, and I don't think he did many interviews. If he did, maybe they were just local interviews. But congrats to them. Uh, I'm looking at the Lions, DraftKings. The uh, Buccaneers are getting six against the Lions in Detroit. The Chiefs are getting two and a half in Buffalo. The Texans getting nine and a half against the Ravens. And the Packers getting 10 versus the Lions. Um, Watching Buffalo, it felt like, man, here's a a knockout punch. And then Pittsburgh went down but got back up. And then all of a sudden started swinging back. And look, Mason Rudolph is not a starter in the NFL. Tony Romo thought he was the second coming of Geno Smith. This guy's been in the organization for a while. You used a first-round pick on a quarterback. You bring back Mitchell Trubisky. Mason Rudolph has been there the whole time. Uh, Did they play well, well enough to stay in that game, maybe make it even closer? Yeah, they did. They didn't have T.J. Watt there. They have a running game. Uh, They got some quirky wide receivers. But I wonder about Mike Tomlin's future. He's got one year left on his contract, and it sounded like this after the loss. Mike, you have a year left on your contract. Yep, that's it. He didn't answer the question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he started walking. That's the best. When the I que- love that. The question started, and he started walking. I love that soundbite. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't just say, yeah, I'm the quarterback, or I'm the coach of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. That, now I have more questions because of that. And I did say this earlier in the week that a TV executive said would not be surprised if Mike Tomlin gets into TV sooner than later. He's only 51. And he might come in for a little while and then go out, go back into coaching. I mean, he's been doing this for, what, 17 years? Since he's, what, 34? And we've seen coaches do this. When I was at the mothership, Denny Green came in, Marty Schottenheimer uh, Parcells came in. You had guys who came in and then almost got uh, a reprieve, a pit stop, and then rejuvenated and then went back. And maybe that's what Mike Tomlin's going to do. Maybe coaches another decade in Pittsburgh. 
they haven't won a playoff game since 2016. Yes, he gets you to the playoffs. Yes, they're always above 500. But you're still in no man's land without a really good quarterback there. And if you look at the quarterbacks in your own division, I mean, you got Lamar Jackson, the MVP. You got Joe Burrow there. Deshaun Watson is still a high-end quarterback. And you, you guys have a good running game, and you have a good defense and probably the defensive player of the year. So there's still things to build upon there. But I wonder with Mike Tomlin, like at some point you just say, I kind of need to recharge here. And maybe I'm reading way too much into it. Uh, would, he, would he be up for the job in Dallas? You know, Could he be traded? I mean, there's so many things that you can speculate on. But he didn't help that last night. When he walked out, as soon as the question's asked, I'm like, all right, okay, I like it. Somebody's going to ask the – oh, he, damn, he walked out. See ya. That's my exit interview. Literally, my exit interview at least from the press conference. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock and our streaming uh, partners, also radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio. Seton, poll question for hour one is going to be. It might be. Ooh, it it might be. be. It An- is. Uh, NFC East team that feels like it's in the worst shape. Okay, you have four choices. If 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 I said the Eagles or the Cowboys, dot dot dot, who had a worse loss this weekend, Eagles or Cowboys? Cowboys. They were at home. The two seed at home. Yes, Paul. I would say the Eagles because their loss is two months running. They're two months into last night's loss. They they just the second half of the season they went south. They're losing Kelsey. They're losing Cox. They're, they seem in worse shape going forward than the Cowboys do. Cowboys got nationally embarrassed. Well, no, I agree that the Cowboys, I think, are in good shape. They got surprised. I don't. Nobody, no one surprised the Eagles' loss. I think the way they lost, they're surprised. They were a three-point favorite in this game. Dallas was a big favorite. They had averaged, what, 37 points a game? But I would say if you remove the coverage of the Cowboys, the Eagles came into this year expecting, I think they were, what, two or three to make the Super Bowl? Yeah, but in the last six weeks to two months, nobody's surprised. Right. They, they had played poorly. Dallas at home, people are shocked, and they should be. Dallas at home against Green Bay, the youngest team in the NFL with a quarterback making his playoff debut on the road, that offense at home. To me, Dallas, that's, that's a bigger loss because I thought Dallas could go to the Super Bowl. I didn't think Philadelphia could go to the Super Bowl the last six weeks of the season. And they were a little bit banged up as well. But if we just said who had a worse loss, the Eagles or the Cowboys, Seton? Or are you looking at all four teams here? Yeah, no, we could do both of them, Dan. There's no rules. We can do whatever we want. It's our show. Our show. Okay. Yeah. We could do one poll. We could do 15. Okay, those. well, give me, give me the other suggestions here. You know, I don't want to manipulate the process. We have a snarky one that we're saving for... After the break, ooh, that's uh, okay. Paul's very excited about. Okay, this is a holdover from yesterday. Actually, right. uh, somebody sent this in on the Twitter machine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> who wins a Super Bowl before Dan retires? Dot dot dot. Josh Allen, C.J. Stroud, Jordan Love, uh, maybe Justin Herbert. Could be uh, other suggestions okay. in there. All right. Well, um, I would say Josh Allen. 
You would? Yeah. 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 Well, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. But since my other team got eliminated last night in Tampa, uh, Buffalo is my other Super Bowl team. So, See ya. So I'm going to... I'm going to take Josh Allen. He's fun to watch. He is. I got a little Lamar in there. I got some criticism from uh, some fans who were saying that, uh, you know, I was pointing out Josh Allen can win a game and lose a game as well. And the answer is yes. (laughs) I mean, I stand by that. It's this isn't this isn't new. Are you getting the uh, Dilfer treatment? Uh, Maybe. A little bit. They're like, you know, why are you picking on Josh Allen? No, I'm just pointing things out. I, go back to his rookie year. I said there were times I didn't think he knew how to play the position. When he plays at a high level, I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. It's just when he doesn't, he has the ball, he tries to make plays, whether it's with his legs or his arm, and he usually gets in trouble. That's all. That That's all this comes down to. And now you have a game at home. You know, Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. Aside from the Super Bowls, he's never played a road playoff game. Now, let's see what happens. Josh Allen's at home. Buffalo's at home. Kansas City coming to town. Win that game. That's what you do. You want to solidify a reputation? You want to add to a reputation? Win that game. And if you're mistake-free, you're probably going to win that game. What else do you have, Seton O'Connor? I mean, I appreciate the Buffalo fans listening and watching the show. They were just... A little bit upset with me that I was pointing out some things. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. How about we take a break, Seaton? How about we take a break, All man? Right. Then you're going to have a, a banger. Oh, yeah. Get ready. <laughs> it's going to take over the segment. You think so? Oh, yeah. I'm positive. Okay. Because I'm actually saving my comments now for that segment because I'm, we have things to talk about. Okay. By the way, Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Take a break. Steve Young in an hour. Reggie Bush will stop by a little bit later on as well. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The original light beer, 1975. Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day. I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. No, you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. The mother ships Sal Palantonio will join us coming up top of the hour. He was there to cover the Philadelphia Eagles-Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Steve Young will stop by, as will Reggie Bush. Your phone calls are welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler standing by. Here's the stat for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Mahomes has played 15 career playoff games, 12 at home, and three Super Bowls. So he's never played a road playoff game. The Chiefs have played 17 consecutive playoff games without a true road game. That's the longest streak in NFL history. And Mahomes, 15 consecutive playoff starts without a true road game. Also, the longest such streak in NFL history. But people are talking about the Buffalo weather like that's going to bother Patrick Mahomes. If you watched on Saturday night where his helmet cracked because it was so cold, I'm going to guess, unless there is rain and or snow during the game, Patrick Mahomes will be Patrick Mahomes. But it will come down to which one of these quarterbacks does more or which one does less. Because it feels like these two teams are pretty equal there, but Buffalo at home is a three-point favorite. All right, snarky poll question. Paulie? You're going to do the honors since it's yours or seat no cut? I, I can help. I mean, Paul will get full credit for okay. the snarky poll question. Okay. Um, quarterback that is having the worst week. Dak Prescott. It's a tough week. Uh, Joe Flacco. Mm, mm. It's a little, it's a little yeah. rough mm. on him, but mm. I, he, this, that story came crashing to a, a halt. Yes, it did. Uh, Jalen Hurts. That was not a good performance by him. Tua Tungavailoa, uh, that was not great. Tony Romo. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That is a quarterback that did not have a good week. <laughs> so, Paulie, do you want to explain your poll question there? Look, uh, a lot of people are in playoff games this weekend. A lot of quarterbacks active and retired. And I think it would be fair to say Tony Romo did not have his best night as a broadcaster last night. And I'm not just being a snarky... Okay. Twitter guy. Give me give me a, an example here. He he has great energy. He, I know you can make a mistake when you think it's an interception. It's not an interception. That, that's all 
okay. He can make mistakes. He, he doesn't seem fully engaged with all the teams in the NFL. He doesn't seem fully prepared, well-versed in the details of all the teams in the NFL. And on a national stage, like a playoff game, when you don't know much about the Steelers' running back core this year and how they worked two running backs, which you do not have to be a hardcore Steeler guy to know. I just think that at, you, you make the most of anybody, right? $17 million. You're ripe for a little bit of criticism. Oh, and, sure. And, and I, I just think on a playoff stage, um, being partially prepared is, uh, is a disservice to the viewer. Well, I think sometimes that... You know, you get players who are just coming off the playoff field or a regular season, you know, playoff field, and they go into the booth. They know everybody. You're well-versed in terminology. You're well-versed in the talent that's out there. And then you become a little bit further away from your playing days. That's when you have to put in even more homework, even more time. I think that's what you're saying here. But when he said that about, wow, I didn't realize that they had this, uh, you know, this two-headed running game. And I was like, uh yeah. And you, and you say it, too. It's almost like, I, I like his energy. I like when he makes the predictions and stuff like mm. this. But, you know, like, you remember John Madden growing up more, as much as anybody. We all remember John Madden. He was kind of goofy and, uh, and and things like that. But I never felt like John Madden didn't know everything that was going on. Now, I know there's Twitter and he's everyone goes crazy on Tony Romo. But, mm. you know, it's it's been a while. It's been a while. Like, his broadcasts, um, there's some broadcasts where I look forward to the the. Play, and Jim Nance is as spotless as it gets. But I think there's some broadcast when I find out who the announcers I'm like, ooh. Yeah, but there's no announcing team that you go, I'm not watching the game. Not at all. There, Which is I why mean, I don't know why you spend $17 million. It's silly. It, it is silly. Now, look, I worked at NBC and I worked at the Mothership, and management would tell me it's so important to have that team in place, especially when you do playoff games and or Super Bowl. I get it. But there's never been a time where I go, oh, I'm not going to watch this. Or, oh, I'm going to watch this. It's the, the only time I care about the analyst uh, is in mop-up time if they're telling stories. Um, you know, having fun with something there. But for the most part, the NFL fan is really knowledgeable. As knowledgeable as any other, you know, sports base. And I think nowadays there's so much information out there that you're sort of listening to the game, but you can watch the game and understand the game on your own terms. Uh, but, yeah, that I'd love John Madden, but there's never been a time where I went, oh, John's doing it. Now, would I stay with the game that's a blowout? Yes, I will. It's like Dick Vitale. Love Dickie V. But it's not like I go, Duke, North Carolina... Mm, oh, now I'm going to watch it because of Dickie V. I've never done that with an announcer because the game is what I'm tuning in for, not who's calling the game. Now, can you make the game better? Can you give me more insight? Can you have energy? Absolutely. But I'm still watching the game. It's not like I go, mm, I'm going to wait. Uh, can we get somebody else to do this game? It doesn't happen. Yes, Eden. Yeah, but I think that announcers can make the game bigger. You know, like, I know that if Jim Nance is doing a game, this is the biggest game. You know, or I know that if there's somebody else doing it, it'll be like, oh, well, this isn't prioritized quite as much, you know, or so I think that I think that announcers can add a lot to the game. Yeah, there's a bigness to it. You know, if Collinsworth is doing a game, uh, Al Michaels doing a game, yeah. or, you know, Herbie and Fowler. Sure, I get that. But I'm not tuning in for that and I'm not tuning out for that. 
I, I that's why I don't understand where it's like we got to spend all this money on our uh, you know our play by play and color team. I I mean. Okay. Well, I'm definitely not advocating for people to make less money. <laughs> Let's, you know, save the gigantic broadcasting companies a couple of dollars. I'm, I'm not really advocating for that at all. Well, maybe you don't but. lay off a couple of hundred people. Maybe you uh, can spread that around. You don't need to spend all that money and say, look at, we have this guy and look at all the money we spent. Congratulations. Yes, Paulie. I think a lot of people at home want to know what's happening more than what they knew. I think that most sports fans, like when I watch a game, I feel pretty educated on football, but I didn't play, and I'm not, I'm a civilian. But sometimes Herb Street, with that telestrator in college games, he telestrates it as the replay is happening the first time. He says, see that linebacker? He did not, blah, blah, blah. Like when I watch baseball. Yeah, but they're doing their job. That's what I'm saying. That's I'm all. They're I, doing their job. Absolutely, yeah. What I'm saying is, Romo, I don't get that. I don't get the experience where, like, oh, he's explaining it to me. When I watch baseball with John Smoltz, it's a tutorial, and it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. So that's the difference. Okay. All right. That's the snarky poll question. Yes, Eden. You know who had a good night last night? Baker Mayfield. Uh, yes. Yeah. Another quarterback had a great night last night. Okay. Cam Newton. Cam Newton had a great night. Cam Newton has had a great week. Because all of a sudden, apparently Josh Allen is the first quarterback to ever run the ball. A big guy like that to run the ball. It's like, hello. Has anybody forgotten about Cam Newton and how awesome he was? I was very happy to see social media be like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Cam Newton did all of this years ago, and we completely underappreciated it. <sighs> A little sidetracked here. <laughs> I'm glad Cam had a good week, and now we, we don't forget about the greatness of Cam Newton. Yeah. All Cam right. Newton was awesome. He was. Cam Newton was a phenomenal football player. Yes, he was. Just got hurt. Yeah. Yes, he was. Uh, hey, Marvin, how are you? Cam Newton, probably greatest college season ever, but go ahead. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because Joe Burrow had Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Okay. I could throw 20 touchdowns with them. Okay. Who else was on that Auburn team that Cam dragged to the national title? Okay. No, guys, I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. All Back right. to you, DP. <laughs> Good to see you, though. I, I didn't think that uh, 32 after the hour we would be talking about Cam Newton today, but uh, but here we are. Yeah. Sort of goes with the whole Tony Romo topic, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> next level. We're next level. Yeah. Not a good level. Next level. I think Tony set the bar too high, too early in his career, and then... I remember when there were conversations about we got to get somebody who's Tony Romo like, and I'm thinking, no, that that's just how he does it, and uh, he was wonderful at that. And I think maybe we get used to that, and maybe it's not as fresh anymore, or maybe he doesn't do it as often. Maybe he's not as correct. Uh, he's he's on, on you know target as often. But I love the energy between those two. I love when he gets excited. And then, you know, Jim has to kind of bring him back down. You know, it's like the little brother. Man, I'm excited. Okay, yeah, Jim. Well, Tony. And then he brings him back down and then does the play-by-play. So I, I, it didn't dawn on me other than when he said that about the Steeler running game. It's like you got to know that. Got to know that. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, Baker Mayfield had a lot of incentives in his contract. I think it was like two and a half million this year, and he has a lot of incentives winning the division. I think he got a million for that. Um, each each uh, playoff win, 
That gets a couple hundred thousand dollars for that. So not sure what Baker Mayfield can make this year, but this is this is where incentives work. Where you go, okay, these are reasonable here. How many items are on the Baker Mayfield incentive list? Quite a bit. He's making about $2.5 million guaranteed as a quarterback. He got $500,000 for playing 66% of the plays. Another two fifty dollars for playing 75 and 85% of the plays. So that's a million. All those are doubled with a playoff burst. So there's $2 million. $300,000 for uh, TD passes in the top 10. $300,000 for passing yards in the top 10. Uh, he also gets a quarter million dollars for every playoff win Yesterday and going forward. Mm. All right. good so for him. it's probably, I'm at like three million and counting. Yeah, well, good for him. Did make a lot of money when he was with the Browns. What's the career salary for Baker Mayfield? Now, I don't know what he made off the field, but he, he did have some commercials. And once again, salary, salary, any excuse salary, to play this. <laughs> All right. Paulie Baker Mayfield career salary. So disappointing after that song. Uh, he made $22 million off his signing bonus as a rookie, being the number one pick. Okay. And then they moved on from him. He played a year. I'll give you a hint. He made about $3.5 million in uh, Carolina. Uh, let's see. What do you make with the Rams? One point three. Okay. For that stint with the Rams. All right. Total salary up to this point, as of today, with bonuses Ooh. or bonus I. Okay. For uh, Baker Mayfield. Todd, I'll start with you. Baker Mayfield career salary. Twenty nine eight. All right. Seton O'Connor. Thirty one five. Oh my God! I was going to say that. Mm, huh? Hmm. But I'm not going to say that. No. No. Not Marvin. Thirty seven five. Ooh, I was going to say that, too. <laughs> that was my next game. Um, I'm going to say 36.9. You guys are quite low. I got $56 million. I was going to do $56 million is what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> what kind of contract does he get next? Let's say it doesn't get any better than last night. They have a nice, they bow out in a respectable loss, hypothetically. What kind of contract does he get going forward? Well, can you do four for a hundred and then do incentives in there? Because if you're Baker Mayfield, how greedy are you going to get? Now, you can get greedy as you want, but if you can kind of look at the model that Geno Smith had with Seattle, maybe, maybe. I would think so. Guaranteed money, maybe some incentives there. I don't know. He's got two good, two really good receivers, and with you know Evans, Godwin, though got a good running back. I don't know. Yeah, Mark. Weak division, unless Belichick goes to Atlanta. That's another thing. I'm thinking. Okay, how crazy would this be? Brady sees the NFC South and goes, I can go there. I can get in the playoffs, and that's a good team, and I can win. Have home field advantage in the playoffs. I can win a Super Bowl. Bill Belichick may be looking at the NFC South and going to Atlanta, going, 
you know, I can win that division. Well, here's the issue. Brady was the missing piece for Tampa Bay. While Belichick can be a missing piece for Atlanta, he still needs to find a quarterback. And that's the problem with Bill. Trying to find a quarterback here. Because Desmond Ritter is not a quarterback. All right, let me take a break. Phone calls coming up. Sal Palantonio on the Eagles. Dismal finish here. Steve Young a little later on and Reggie Bush. Your phone calls coming up. Play of the days next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is the play. of the day. Check this out. After pass, fires over the middle, complete on a crossing route to Shakir, who gets away from the tackler, down to the 10, looking for the end zone, and he's in! Khalil Shakir did a disappearing act on the tackler, reversed his field, and found the end zone. Unbelievable! Courtesy of the Bills Radio Network, Khalil Shakir. That was a wonderful move. Josh Allen said after the game, uh, my guy's no longer a secret. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the old-time greats, the only place to collect them all. Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the DP Show. Instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now. PaniniAmerica.net. You know, Buffalo's got a running game. they got two good tight ends. you still got digs there. Yeah, there's weapons. There's weapons. And that's what I keep saying about Josh Allen. You don't have to try to do everything here. And if you let that game come to you against Kansas City, I like their chances a lot. 
it's when you start to force things and you try and you're going for an extra yard or you're trying to you know thread the needle in there, that's when bad things happen. And Josh Allen, you know, you have so much talent there that sometimes you feel like, well, I'm, I'm better than the other option here. Well, of course I'm going to run the football. Or I can throw that pass. You can, but you have to have the play the percentages here. Yeah. It, you just, it, come down, it comes down to turnovers all the time where you go, oh, my gosh. What were you thinking? Or you get a safety like the Eagles did last night when you can't get a safety from the 13-yard line, but they somehow did. And you start to force passes in there. And then all of a sudden, the game changes in an instant. Just ask, you know, the Dallas Cowboys. All of a sudden, you kind of get locked in, and hey, that guy's going to be open until he's not open. It's a pick six, and then it changes the game. All right, uh, that's your play of the day. All right, Seton and Paulie have been doing their impersonation of uh, Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Go ahead. <laughs> During the commercial break, we're out in the kitchen, and I'm going, oh, no. We'll be followed by Murder, She Wrote, except on the West Coast. Uh, third and one Falcons. Uh, what do they do here, Tony? I don't know, Jim. You tell me. <laughs> we'll keep an eye on that. Okay, are we good now? No, no, probably a couple hours. Now it's going to happen for the next two hours and 11 minutes. Uh, Touched by an angel will be postponed due to our overtime. Uh, Jim, they better get a first down here. Taking a knee. I still still love when uh, Pat Summerall would go, murder, she wrote. Because there's a comma. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only guy who says it right. Yes. It wasn't murder, she wrote. It was murder, she wrote. (laughs) And then, pat, boom! And then, it's the network premiere of Shawshank Redemption. Third and five for the Panthers. What did they do here, Tom? Uh, I don't know, Jim. I think they're going to throw it. <laughs> Maybe they'll run it. I don't really know. We'll keep an eye on that. <laughs> when Tony says he doesn't know, well, you're supposed to yeah. know, or at least give us an indication uh, here. Tony, I think that's why we have you here. <laughs> what do you think, Jim? <laughs> I think you're supposed to tell me, aren't you? Uh, they're still a fun team to listen it's to. It's great energy. They are. They are. They are. <laughs> um, here is Jalen Hurts, the Eagles quarterback, on the end of the season. You know, in this league, you have to you have to be able to find ways to win in a ton of different ways. And I feel like for a time there, we were doing that, and we were doing it at a high level. Um, we were winning a lot of games, and we weren't playing to uh, the level we thought we should be playing to. And then um, kind of got in a hole um, in the back end and um, really couldn't pick ourselves out of it. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of blame to go around, but I got to start with the head coach, Nick Sirianni. He knew that there was something up, and you have to fix it. You have that talent. Um, you know, secondary was never good. You know, the defense really was substandard with what we had come to expect. Jason Kelsey's now going to retire. Um, Hurts, I didn't think looked good all season long. And I said that. I just, I don't, whether his knee uh, certainly got injured with his finger on his uh, throwing hand. But Troy Aikman said, you know, that's not going to bother him. I watched him in warmups. That won't bother him. Uh, you know, if you don't have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith had a, a big night. But still, Philadelphia, that is a huge, huge loss. Not as bad as Dallas because Dallas was at home. Dallas had been playing well. Dallas had a seven seed coming in. And they averaged, what, 37 points a game. They were a different team at home. Philly, no one surprised Philly lost last night. 
even Philly, Dallas, you're shocked. And maybe it's a bad sign that nobody's surprised that Philly lost last night. Maybe that really tells you the story there. Like, yeah. Sal Palantonio will join us. Uh, he covers the Eagles. Uh, he covers football for the uh, mothership. He'll join us top of the hour. Uh, let me see. A couple of phone calls in here. Brendan in Pennsylvania. Hi, Brendan. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Hey, uh, this, uh, from Not from Pennsylvania because I'm a Colts fan, so my pain's already been dealt with. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I have a solution, possible solution for the Cowboy situation. So what I think they should do is Jerry Jones should put his full support behind Mike McCarthy. Say we're full, full, full in on him next season. So when they go twelve and five again, or get eleven wins, so end of the season, fire him with a few weeks left to go, and then maybe <laughs> when they rally around the interim coach, whether that's the you know whatever whoever that is, then maybe they'll have a chance to win. Oh, the so you have Mike McCarthy just for the regular season, then you bring in somebody for the postseason. All right, well, good luck with that, Brent. Um, if you're the Cowboys, don't drag this out. Like, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting to find out if somebody's interested in this job? Are you waiting for Mike McCarthy to explain himself? Are you waiting to see if Dan Quinn takes another job? But I wouldn't belabor the fact here. Because now all of a sudden, it feels like things are speeding up because Belichick interviewed with the Atlanta Falcons. Harbaugh interviewing with the Chargers. Now all of a sudden, if you're an owner, you're like, wait a minute here. We better make a move here. Or you're not going to make a move. And I, I, I think there's still a lot of questions here. Is Mike Tomlin going to be there with Pittsburgh next year? Given the fact that he walked out when he was asked that question last night, instead of just saying, give me an obligatory, yes, I'm, I'm going to be coaching. And he's really good at deflecting, handling these things. Last night, he just raised more questions. Nick Sirianni, if your ownership... Jeffrey Lurie, do you go, man, we're trending in a bad way, and I don't see us. We always talk about, well, you don't want to lose the locker room. Well, you don't want to lose games. That's when you lose the locker room. Can you right the ship here? Is this fixable with this coaching staff who lost a couple of coordinators there? Yeah, Pauline. Remember about two months ago, the Eagles beat the Chiefs, and when Sirianni's leaving the field, he's yelling to the Eagles fans and got picked up. There's a lot of people who are saying this guy is, he was dining out on being the new hot guy after making the playoffs so early in his career, making the Super Bowl. A lot of people are, I don't know, it won't affect his status, but a lot of casual football fans and non-Eagles fans are really dining out on this. The game humbles everybody. Everybody. There's not a player who doesn't get humbled in this game. It's like golf. It'll eventually humble you. Nick Sirianni has gotten humbled this year. He's not worried about that. Uh, No, he said he wasn't. Not going to. You know, I go back to when the Cowboys were talking about, you know, getting a Louis Vuitton luggage. Dak Prescott was talking about getting the uh, LV luggage because the Super Bowl, Las Vegas, that he was going to get his girlfriend, Louis Like, as, you know, as corny as Belichick gets, he just says, do your job. Just deal with this game. It's not about, hey, we're thinking about Vegas and I got to get some Louis Vuitton because I'm going to Las Vegas LV. Sal Palantonio will join us. Are the Eagles going to make a coaching change? And Steve Young will stop by as well.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 